Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian, and we're excited to have returning guest Tanya Floker, who's the author of Lo, Thy Dread Empire. Welcome. Hi, Logar. Nice to see you again. It's good to see you again, too. You've been on here. You've been on a couple times. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't heard the previous episodes with Tanya, go back and listen. We we talked about SideQuest. Uh, I'll, I'll be seeing you and, uh, yeah. and and a few other things in the past. So, yeah, you have something new. I do indeed. Lo, thy dread empire. Something a bit different this time. Um, normally, I'm doing stuff in this sort of role-play game world. And I've got a little uh, upcoming zine quest. I decided to do a narrative war game. I'm, I'm a little curious about this because on the front it says skeleton war against the death cult of capitalism. And that's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, so there's, there's two parts to the pitch here. The first part is the sort of setting idea. Okay, so if if you were trapped in an elevator with me, what I would be saying is <laughs> is effectively that that. But along with like, imagine you've got like this grim, dark, and like apocalyptic setting, where the the sky has been like clouded with pollution, the earth has been torn asunder, the alien architecture of capital and its cults are all that remains <laughs> upon its landscape, and the these sort of like. The, all, all that's left living are like clans of ghouls who believe in the survival of the fittest while feeding off each other and the food <laughs> in the mouth turns to ashes <laughs> and the the sort of like necromatic over bureaucracy sort of like trying to squeeze toil out of every last little drop of life and um and the death cults themselves just looking for praise for no, no other reason than their own edifice and they believe that they've killed off all opposition to their rule and their right and 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 for those of you that are curious yes this is after the 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 2024 election here in the u.s <laughs> accurate prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have a feeling that's what we're looking forward to no i'm just kidding <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of kind of kind of but so not. so they they think that they've won they've killed off all opposition and their right and it's at that point, arms burst out of the ground, fists clenched, ready <laughs> to take up arms. There's basically the undead rise up to do the final battle. Okay, so echoes of the internationale playing in the background as they, they rally <laughs> forth. And you've got sort of like the, the, the sort of opposition factions are things like the, um, the uh, Mujeres uh, Zombista, <laughs> who are like the free the free zombies who have um taken collective animation over their bodies to take that power away from the necromancers and that they're go- going forward to take sort of bodily autonomy for themselves you've it. got like ske- you've got syndicalist unions made up of skeletons <laughs> like with their crypts making up their union halls um like working out how to strike against the 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 sort of mechanics of opposition so the amazon um, so the amazon warehouse workers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but imagine imagine the warehouse workers were all like had all been like had all been worked to death and then animated thought, skeletons and then I thought they had been well, they have <laughs> they unfortunately been. yeah 
So sorry if my mind goes a little bit fuzzy at the moment. I'm actually in the middle of I'm in the middle of COVID myself oh, here. No. So um yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually like day four of COVID. Oh. And bleh, so I'm I'm realizing some of my blurb is going a bit askew in my head. Anyway, yeah, you've got that. You've got um like the revenants of abolition who are taking on huge uh, chained leviathan prisons that are that need to be released like people within the releases basically it's like uh, a sort of like anarchist left-wing feminist undead versus the <laughs> the last living remains on the world who are all cultists of capital in some way and so that's the sort of like the narrative focus of the game now it's uh, it's not a role playing game specifically, correct? Mm, I actually it's a little bit of a I know it's not a dishonesty, but in the background, how I've designed this game from a mechanical standpoint is is quite different. Most war games come into it like it's blocks of stats and rolling dice and lots of stats and back and forward. So it's it's sort of like that's where sort of war games and sort of maybe trad games have their sort of common ground is that they've got that sort of um rolling back and forth to hit to wound wound markers that sort of thing and this was inspired there's two things that inspired the mechanics of this and the first of them was reading old battle reports in white dwarf magazine <laughs> okay now uh, like anyone from the uk from a sort of gaming background of my age you grew up with like fighting fantasy and games workshop all around you that was the that was the two the two pillars of what gaming was when you sort of first hit it and white dwarf would have these great battle reports in it and i'd read them like and i'd be like 9 10 11 12 years old reading these sort of like 90s battle reports about like and it wasn't like it would tell you what the dice rolls were exactly or what the procedural stuff that would happen was it would take a game that two people played and recorded what happened, and then it would narrativize it slightly. So you'd still be talking in terms of the tactics they were trying to play and what sort of uh, attacks would take place, but it had this whole different flow when you read it. And you'd each each turn would have like a battle map, and yes. you could see the arrows on it and little sort of pow signs and what have <laughs> you. And it was really cool. It's like. And the, the, the sort of narrative involved in that, I was like, that's a type of storytelling that kind it's it's in the gaming sphere, but we don't game with it. What's going on there? So that was bubbling away in my mind since about the age of nine or ten. That I really love those. And then the other part was back when uh, the story games forum was still a thing. This is going back maybe 10, 10 years at least now. There were a couple of threads on there that uh, I read at the time that we're talking about what if we took the then current development and sort of story game oriented to like people call it story game mechanics like role play mechanics but with that sort of narrative it sort of edge to them what if you took those and applied them to a war game what would it look like and so there's a lot of chat back and forth and i just remember and that's been sitting in my head ever since like what could that look like so the low thy dread empire doesn't need it, like i'd like i like playing it with miniatures on a table like yeah. with all the sort of stuff and equipment but I've, you can actually play it just with pen and paper 
okay just in front of you drawing those maps yeah. like you would uh for like a battle report in in a magazine or for your right up for your local like gaming zine or whatever or for your club uh club newsletter it, you don't need measuring tapes it's not done with measurements it's done by agreed uh like either something's close near far beyond that kind of range so it's quite a lot of games do that these days like fade yes. uh, i think uh, uh, is it iron sworn um a couple others i've yeah. seen that in quite a few lately and i've seen that in uh i recently saw i can't remember what game was i saw that also in space combat for more combat for more uh you know space combat tends to be more tactical of a thing Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I've been seeing more of that and more in, in that area. So I think it's a pretty good approach to it, especially, you know, eliminating some of the math and the technical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like there's that the when you assign there's four sort of stats to your your units, everything's just a, a different unit. And the but each time you do, you pick a tag word to go with it or a tag phrase. And those sort of dictate. Uh, that and then you assign sort of orders or what their objectives that they want to do or, or sort of things that they're trying to achieve at, at the start of the game and so then using those to sort of guide what actually happens and then when there's conflict points there's a bit of token bidding and a bit of jostling over what happens but like those those different s- stats that actually take the precedence from the story aspect that comes in from the the tag words rather than it being sort of like I've got three, you've got four, roll a d6, I've got to get five or more, sort of. So that, that's an interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Now, I, I'm going to be 100% honest. My experience with actual war game, war games is mm-hmm. almost none, although tomorrow mm-hmm. we are playing Battletech. Okay, okay. <laughs> so What's I'm going to be getting old a school? little... A little... It is an older... Yeah, he's... he The, the fella who's running it, He it, he's... It's his old Battletech stuff from back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and he's you, got you, an electric printer. He's printing out little tanks and stuff. Ba- Battletech, as I remember it, really rewards system mastery. It's it's really, like, about building your mechs, building your force. Mm-hmm. So, like, knowing just how to balance, like, so your mech doesn't overheat, all that sort of stuff. It's, oh, they can it's, overheat? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, it might have been a set of optional rules, but there's definitely overheat <laughs> stuff. There's heat sinks and, like, building up stuff on them. It's, it's like, it can be quite a complex one. Like, don't, I, I would say it's it's got its own flavour and it's got some real strong fans to it um but yeah like like any type of like role play games there's all different flavors war gaming's the same mm-hmm. so i kind of think of loathe i dread empire as being D and pathfinder and 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 sort of like the a lot of the osr games are are closely related to sort of like some of the old naval war gaming and, yeah. and historics war gaming and that kind of stuff if they've got that relationship um loathe i dread it Red Empire's got more of a relationship to something like maybe your sort of early 2000s indie boom sort of games like even things like um weirdly um the the romance trilogy by Emily Kerr Boss's three games about romance have got lots of tag word usage and so they they're in my mind things by Jason Morningstar like um he, he did this brilliant um what is it uh oh 
geez, my brain's gone dead on it. So it was a short set of rules for like violence and why it's horrible, I think it was called. And that sort of clicked in my brain. And and uh, John Wick's um, Houses of the Blooded, which just sort of drips in this Baroque uh, sort of like, Oh, just atmosphere that I absolutely love and I wanted to capture that kind of sort of like big sweeping operatic feel to it but also the Baroque uh, nature of it all and so like uh, I'm really really lucky because uh, I've managed to team up with an artist uh, who is absolutely perfect for the, the the sort of plans that I've got on with this so yeah it's it's going really well. In, in the game I mean, you've got like the undead, we'll call them the undead. They truly are the last international since they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 literally fighting for the liberation of life and death itself. So, and then you, I'm assuming you have the, the death cult of capitalism. Are we, is there someone playing the capitalist or do we all just get to yeah. play the rise up or how does that work? No, no. You, you, well, you can actually play it either one side each. Okay, mm -hmm. traditional sort of pick, pick opposing factions, but you can also play it as one side's obviously being corrupted by the death cult. If you want to play two undead forces or two capitalist forces going at each other, is just day-to-day <laughs> day -day business here, isn't it? So yes, so you can pick any any combination you want essentially yeah. for the game. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Real quick, before because mm -hmm. we only got a few more minutes, a little, a little bit of time left. Real quick. Could you tell the listeners who may not have heard earlier episodes and stuff about some of the other games that you have out there available as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I have um, my last full game that I released was Be Seeing You. It was a game about basically dystopian uh, surveillance states and living under it. And it had sort of like a, a cool sort of central character who was shared by the table and you rotate around control of. You also have well, coming out in a zine later in the month is uh, a small game called Tiny Spaceship. And in the Conjuration zines, I also released another game, uh, a sci-fi game called uh, Remembrancer. That's due out. Uh, well, that's out now. And I'm also involved with the local Edinburgh Gamers Club, and we put out a yearly zine at the moment. So keep an eye out for this year's zine coming out, probably at Zine Quest as well. Um, but we'll see. And could you tell everybody where they can find you and your games online? Absolutely. Timeoftribes.com will take you to whatever my current project is. And timeoftribes.itch.io will take you to my itch page that has all my games uploaded. And we should have links for those in the show notes. If you need to check that out, they should yeah. be there. Thank you very much for coming back on. It's been great having you again. Uh, thank you very much, Logar. Amazing to be on. Thanks. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. If, if you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wildblues and Wizards. Wildbluesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. If you can afford it, patreon.com backslash Wildblues and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>